The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And happy Friday. Welcome to Fantasy Sports Today on SportsGrid. Craig Smith, David Maddox. Two hours of fantasy sports talk. Of course, we'll continue to look forward to the Super Bowl. Some of the props are out. Everything else else will be out on FanDuel Monday. Looking forward to, of course, SportsGrid being in Los Angeles. we got our coverage for you as well. But here on this Friday edition of the show, it's just me and Davis talking fantasy sports for two hours. We'll get into the NBA coming up. We'll help you set a lineup tonight over on DraftKings. And Davis, we also have a uh, new head coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, if people don't know, we sort of prepare for these shows in advance. One of the things that I thought would be a good question is, will the Jaguars even get a new head coach? I thought this looked like a disaster, but lo and behold, they get the job done, and they are not last to hire the coach this year. You know, and I I really thought they would have been last because I think it became pretty clear that is not that desirable of a head coaching job, even with Trevor Lawrence there. Uh, You know, Trent Baalke basically is the reason that Byron Leftwich is not the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Leftwich did not want to work under Balky. Balky has, uh, you know, he saw off uh, Jim Harbaugh in San Francisco, saw off several head coaches here in his time in Jacksonville. And I think the uh, the general opinion of Trent Balky in the footballing world is rather low, certainly compared to how Trent Balky thinks of himself. Yeah, and no doubt at this point, it looks like, at least according to a lot of reports, that that uh, Rick Spielman is going to join Doug Peterson in Jacksonville. Spielman, of course, many successful years as general manager of the Minnesota Vikings. So we'll see if that turns out as well. Still sort of in the plans. Jaguars have a lot of work to do. So do we. Let's get to our headlines here on the show. As Peterson is the new head coach, we'll have a press conference later today. We'll talk more about this, of course, on Monday once we hear from Doug Peterson. UCLA loses in college basketball in Arizona. And their redshirt freshman gets in some trouble, uh, Mac Etienne. So not good news for them, no doubt. Clay Thompson, seven three-pointers last night, scores 23 points in 24 minutes as he works his way back over about a month back in the NBA. And uh, unfortunately, the lockout continues in Major League Baseball. His Davis Day, uh, Major League Baseball has requested to hire a federal mediator to help resolve this uh, lockout, which basically means that the owners at this point feel like they can't get any progress done with the players. They're essentially asking the players to agree to this federal mediator. And then they all sit down in a room where the mediator essentially decides what should be done. And then of course they still have to agree to that as well. So unfortunately our baseball lockout continues here, not where I wanted to be as we're closing in on the Super Bowl. That's for sure. 
Nope. And uh, I would like to point everyone's attention to a, a tweet by Joe Doyle, who you, you may know. He is a, a longtime baseball reporter. Uh, according to Forbes, the average valuation of every Major League Baseball team has grown by at least $140 million uh, every single year over the last decade. Owners could end this lockout comfortably by agreeing to spend about $10 million per year. Uh, of course, the information that I would uh, be following that with would be don't side with the owners. Uh, certainly, they are they are not in the right here. Uh, you know, bringing the federal mediator in, I think, is a signal that they are being unreasonable. And I don't fault the players for not wanting to go back to work, you know, under those conditions. And uh, also very interesting as it pertains to Clay Thompson. For the first time all year, I have not seen this. The Brooklyn Nets are no longer favored to win the NBA championship, but uh, the Golden State Warriors have pulled ahead of the Brooklyn Nets. And of course, welcome to everyone listening to Sports Grid on radio, Davis Maddock and Craig Mishwith here. But uh, yeah, Craig, for the very first time, the Warriors down to plus 275 to win the NBA championship. They pulled ahead of the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I, I love the fact that we're sitting here on February the 4th. And we really have no idea who's going to win the NBA championship. Like, obviously, Milwaukee's a defending champ. You want to give it to them and say there's a possibility. But we really don't know because all the good feelings that this time last year we would have had about the Lakers just basically saying, ah, just wait, it'll get done. Eventually, they'll get, get... I mean, you can't say that this time around. So it's sort of anybody's ball game in the NBA. And, of course, we're closing in on the All-Star game, which is coming up in uh, in about two weeks, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. All right, let's go back real quick. Uh, to Jacksonville. Doug Peterson's reign in Philadelphia, Davis, was overwhelmingly successful. I don't care what anybody says. You go to Philadelphia as the head coach with Carson Wentz as your quarterback, and you win a Super Bowl. Uh, Yeah, success. No question. Um, Now, Peterson, of course, a former quarterback in the NFL, mostly as a backup quarterback, of course, also spent a lot of time as a backup to Brett Favre in Green Bay. Now basically is being brought in, I think, more than just a head coach, Davis. I think that this is a quarterback coach for Trevor Lawrence. I think you're probably right. Um, and and you are you are also correct that despite the ending of what happened there in Philadelphia, if you talk to anyone who is on his coaching staff, if you talk to his players from his time in Philadelphia, you will you will see that uh, a lot of people have a very high opinion of him. And if if you remember, uh, you know, Doug Peterson was one of the first people the first coaches to make people mad by how aggressive he was on fourth downs, you know, sort of Brandon Staley esque. So I am, I'm very interested. I'm not going to say this is a bad or a good hire. I hope it's very good uh, for Trevor Lawrence and, you know, for fantasy football purposes, no doubt. Yeah. And and look, the the reason maybe that Peterson left Philadelphia and the reason why he hasn't gotten a job since is essentially because he's a very strong head coach. He wants to do things his way. At this point, the owner of the Jaguars very clearly has uh, has deferred, all, I mean, hiring Urban Meyer in the first place and now hiring uh, Doug Peterson basically tells you Shad Khan, who is very well liked, by the way, uh, you know, wants to have somebody else run his football operation for sure. All right, we'll preview the NBA slate tonight in Daily Fantasy. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Strong slate tonight in the NBA. We're going to give you a preview tonight for those of you getting ready to play Daily Fantasy over on DraftKings. Pull out your app tonight. And uh, obviously, we're going to help you set a lineup. Davis has got a lineup all picked out for you. But before we do that, obviously, uh, last night in the NBA, a lot of fun, too. One of the marquee games, of course, always when they're played is the Lakers and Clippers. Of course, the Clippers still waiting to get the return of Kawhi Leonard. And ironically... The Clippers are just playing more close games, it feels like, than any other team in the NBA this season. Last night, Reggie Jackson hits the game winner for the Clippers in a last-second fashion. And Jackson talked about all of these really tight games that his team has been involved in this year. Oh, no, no. We just want to give the fans you know, their money's worth. So that's that's why. I think that's why we're playing these close games. Do you enjoy those moments more? But, uh, why not? <laughs> of course. like These are the best moments playing against the best players. Um... And I think that's what we all want in life. I mean, everybody wants to win, I'm sure, but I don't think you want to blow anybody out. Like you, the goal in life, I think, is to be challenged, to, to find out where you are, to find out where you stand in um, times of despairing, um, find out how you're going to pick yourself up. So, yeah, uh, I guess I'll just say we like we like testing ourselves. And we're enjoying it. Um, sometimes we're going to be victorious, other times not. And um, a few times here and there, we're going to try not to give Coach a heart attack and go ahead and sure up some of these wins but <laughs> as long as he's he's cool calm and collected so that's we're trying to just find out if uh t lou has a little life that's why we're, i think that's why we're doing it to him <laughs> big win last night for the los angeles clippers davis before we get into our lineup tonight of course eventually they'll get Kawhi leonard back but it's like unfair to have these conversations about nba teams without their star and if you didn't learn the lesson last year with the lakers then you know, essentially, you just don't know when you're getting back injured players what they're going to be. I mean, certainly the Pelicans are not going to win any championship, I don't think, with or without Zion Williamson. But essentially, he will come back eventually. Kawhi Leonard will come back eventually. We just saw Klay Thompson come back. But uh, what do you think about the Clippers' chances this season? They seemingly have a knack for winning a lot of these close ones. Yeah, I, I got to be honest. I am not particularly bullish on the Clippers either right now or in the future. We actually just got a report, I, I believe, this morning that Kawhi Leonard's knee is not doing as well as hope, so that he is he suffered a little bit of another setback coming back from his knee injury, which is so weird because if, if we want to remember all the way back when he first suffered this knee injury, the team was like trying to kind of make it seem like he was going to come back really fast. Like maybe he didn't entirely tear his ACL 
But perhaps more interesting, he is actually an unrestricted free agent after um well in in a couple years the way the way that it works out he's got a he's got a massive cap hit he's going to be 42 million dollars against the cap next season and he is going to be 31 years old i do wonder if both sides are are maybe feeling like uh they they rushed into that marriage a little bit too fast and i guess luckily for them uh paul george is also under contract for a while but again he's going to be 32 next season so I, I don't know. I am not bullish on the Clippers with both of those guys, you know, just continually being banged up in their time in Clippers jerseys. Yeah, and, and remember, for uh, for a while, the Clippers were the favorite before the season yep. started to win the NBA championship. And, uh, you know, certainly not going as well for them, but good win for them last night and for Reggie Jackson. All right, let's get our uh, lineup for tonight all set. What does the slate look like tonight, Davis, in the NBA? So we have a a nice little nine-game slate here, and uh, we have a couple teams with big injury situations. So the San Antonio Spurs are the big one. Uh, Deontay Murray, Jakob Pertl, Doug McDermott, those guys are all questionable. They all sat out last night. Uh, There are multiple Spurs in my little sample lineup here tonight. So that will be, uh, you know, a big one to keep track of. DeMontis Sabonis is out for the Pacers. Uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is out for the Thunder. Rudy Gobert is out for the Jazz. So as always, you know, we are tracking these injury situations pretty closely. That's going to be a big part of figuring out who to put in or who to keep out of your lineups. But uh, overall, I I think it does look like a pretty interesting slate overall. All right, so let's get it going here tonight. Here's the choices on FanDuel for those of you who are, excuse me, on DraftKings for those of you who are playing tonight. We have Derek White uh, at point guard, along with Hamadou Diallo, who is very cheap, it looks like, here, 4,300. Lonnie Walker also on the cheap. Pascal Siakam with a big game, if I'm not mistaken, last night as well. And uh, Terry Taylor, uh, 4,200. So when I see this, it reminds me of playing lineups that we would call stars and scrubs you pick a couple of really big price guys and the rest go on the cheap i don't know if that's your approach here tonight but walk me through some of the options yep that is uh, pretty much the name of the game in nba dfs specifically on DraftKings, the way their salary cap works uh they have a more dynamic salary cap and wider ranges you know you'll have guys who are 4300 who are playable and guys who are 10,000 who are playable uh the pacers front court is probably the most interesting situation uh, so all of their centers, Sabonis, Isaiah Jackson, Miles Turner, those guys are out. Goga Batatse is questionable. O'Shea Brissett is questionable. That leaves the aforementioned Terry Taylor as really the only center on the roster against Orlando the other night. He played 37 minutes, 24 points, uh, one steal, three assists, and 16 rebounds absolutely unbelievable the first time in his career he had played more than 20 minutes we'd have to ask brett levy uh you know the aau scouting report on terry taylor i'm sure he would know you are right on siakam uh he has been taking advantage of some of the injuries of the rotation they've been trying to limit fred van bleet's minutes a little bit he had uh, 25 13 and 7 the other night, um, you know, he always generates the blocks and the steals as well. So you're right, definitely a, a stars and scrubs approach tonight uh, for the primary set of our lineup on DraftKings. All right. Well, if we are going to pick a star, may as well reach for the top here. And no doubt, LaMelo Ball having a great season. 
9,600 tonight on DraftKings. Also, no surprise to see Lou Dort's name again in a lineup tonight that we're picking at 6,400. And then in the flex spot, I see Marcus Smart here at 5,700. So, Dort, I, I feel like Dort in your lineups and Giddy and Brett's lineups have pretty much been what we've done here for three months, almost every night, it feels like. And both of them have really been taking advantage of Shea Gilgis Alexander not playing um, Dort the last week of the season. 40 minutes, 34 minutes, 41 minutes, 46 DraftKings points, 35 DraftKings points, 47 DraftKings points. Uh, He's taken at least 16 shots in every game that Shea Gilgis-Alexander has missed this season. Uh, Maybe maybe Monday on the show, I just got some Lou Dort cards graded and back from PSA. Maybe we'll do a little bit of uh, show and tell on Monday when uh, when those cross my my doorstep. Uh, Marcus Smart, basically just a a fill-in option here. Pretty much just 30 points a night from him. He's never going to shoot that well. Nights where he gets extra steals and blocks. And um, LaMelo Ball not making the All-Star game. Got to say, I, I cannot abide by this one. Chris Middleton making the All-Star game over LaMelo. I think the uh, the coaches and the assistant coaches in the NBA got this one wrong. 20 points a game, 7 rebounds, 8 assists, 2 steals plus blocks, 45 fantasy points a night this season for LaMelo Ball. I uh, I feel I feel like he got shortchanged here. He's, is he in the Rising Stars game? Is that They're still doing that, right? They are still doing that. I would have to go look. I mean, I imagine that he would be. And I don't know I if he would want to play in the Rising Stars game. I mean, this this guy, Rising Star, LaMelo Ball is like, if you go look on any, you know, card trading format, you know, Star Stock, eBay, whatever, LaMelo Ball cards are going to be. I mean, I, I bet LaMelo Ball rookies are like more expensive than James Harden rookies right now. I mean, he is he is like the name in the card trading hobby right now. He definitely is. You probably could trade five Zion Williamson's and get uh, one LaMelo Ball. I don't even know if that's enough right now. Uh, kind of hysterical. Uh, somebody posted something on Instagram. They they showed a, a car window that was broken, and the person said, someone broke in my car and left five Zion Williamson BSA 10s. I was like, that's, that's actually pretty funny there. Yeah, just a complete... Complete drop in that price, no question. All right, coming up next, uh, Super Bowl props. We're also here from Zach Taylor and Cooper Cup. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. 
Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports today here on SportsGrid. Next week, FanDuel will have all of their player props out and ready for us to talk about. Usually the week before the week of the Super Bowl is sort of an initial game props come out. And then if I'm not mistaken, at least this is the way that it used to be, on on Sunday night, usually the Westgate in Las Vegas opens up with over a 1,000 props. And then uh, it is basically all systems go from... Sunday all the way through the game. So you can expect here on our show, and I'm sure all of our shows that are live in Los Angeles to be covering this extensively, uh, pretty much for our entire two hours every day next week. That's what we're going to be doing, taking a look at the Super Bowl and hopefully coming up with some of the best options, watching which way some of these move and giving our opinions from a fantasy aspect because we've covered this all season long. So that's what we'll do. All right, let's get started and hear for some of the participants in the Super Bowl. They are back to finally talking again. And Cooper Cup, the Los Angeles Rams wide receiver, of course, has seen the Bengals mostly from afar this season, but says a ton of respect for what they've accomplished. They've done some really good stuff this year. We just have seen them in passing um, as you watch film uh, of other teams and stuff like that. So um, obviously some very explosive playmakers on offense. Um, You know, I think skill players are uh, phenomenal. I think Joe Burrow's doing some great stuff here and, um, making some huge throws, stepping up in the pocket. I mean, even some stuff he did yesterday, escaping, you know, being able to use his legs and, um, you know, run for first downs. It was, it was pretty impressive watching what they can do. Um, and then, you know, on, def- on the defensive side of the ball, you've got some some good rushers up front. Um, you know, the, the, some DBs have, have some great experience, I think, on the back end there. Uh, I think Cheeto and Eli Apple, um, both good corners. I think you got Hilton at, at uh, the nickel, who's, who did some great stuff. Um, I obviously have a lot of respect for him and uh, the career that he's put together. Um, and like I said, those safeties do a great job back there as well. So uh, it's going to be a great challenge. Obviously, they're they're playing for a world title for a reason. They've played against some – they've won some big games. Uh, they're a very talented team. So I'm looking forward to really being able to dive in and uh, prepare for these guys. To see how Cup – number comes out in terms of his uh, individual props for receptions and yards over a hundred, I'm sure going into the Super Bowl next week, of course, the Rams Davis, a very aggressive first half team and seemingly a very conservative second half team based on what we've seen when they have leads, they tend to play a little bit different. So I wanted to take a look at a quick prop here going into Super Bowl Sunday. And this is courtesy of FanDuel. The Los Angeles Rams successful fourth down conversion, and yes is minus one twenty two, no is plus one hundred. Certainly, there's a lot of factors in this game, but maybe the one that sticks out the most to me, Davis, is the fact that Matt Gay. I'm not sure that this guy can kick a fifty yard field goal. So if they get close, they may have to go. But the odds are relatively close: minus one twenty two on the yes, plus one hundred on the no. Which one do you like? Yeah, I mean, I I think that the circumstances of this game would lead me to bet yes for both of these teams, even though I think both of these head coaches are cowards, sort of. I mean, like, we we saw Zach Taylor basically try to cost his team the game by continually running on first down, even though it wasn't working. 
last week. And, and to be honest, I mean, Joe Burrow kind of bailed him out with multiple, you know, third and long scrambles where the Chiefs defenders, you know, had Joe Burrow there. And then same thing with McVeigh. They tried, they were up, what, what were they up, 20 points at halftime against the Buccaneers, and they tried to give that game away by doing the same thing. I mean, they were averaging like 1.3 yards per carry on first down, but it's the Super Bowl. You have to leave everything out on the field. Fourth and one from your own 45, you, you got to go for it there. So I'm going to, I actually think this is priced very fair. I, I think because of the reputation of Sean McVay of not being aggressive in those situations. So I, I like the yes there actually quite a bit. Yeah, have to go for it and have to get it. I mean, that's the two part uh, process of getting the yes at minus 122 in the uh, game next Sunday. All right, uh, Sean McVay uh, back at the Super Bowl once again. Of course, now he's going to go against his uh, former buddy, Zach Taylor. They were on the same coaching staff for a short period of time. And so the question is, do they know each other fairly well? It doesn't seem like it. It seems like they're sort of going to be guessing a little bit against each other going into the Super Bowl, which is what you like. McVay talked about knowing Zach from his days on the same staff. I, you, here's what I would say, Tim. I looked at Zach. I knew him from afar because I respected him as a player when he was balling at Nebraska, Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year. And then when he got into coaching, you know, I, I, I kind of like to see other guys that are around my age. And we had met. Um, you know, just briefly at some of the league functions, but I was so impressed with the way that he handled himself when Dan Campbell took over as the interim head coach in Miami and then Zach ascended to the offensive coordinator spot. And those are always challenging things when you've got loyalty to Joe Philbin and how do you really manage those dynamics? And I thought he handled it so gracefully, thought he did a great job. And I, you know, I really wanted to get a chance to be able to work with him and learn from him. And it was two great years. He's a special coach. He's a great competitor. He's got a great way about himself with the players. Uh, I think his even-keeled demeanor and disposition really shows with the way that his team plays. Um, and and it, it was really uh, – I have tremendous respect for him, and, and it was it was awesome being able to work with him for those couple years. And I know he's going to do everything in his power to get after us, and we're going to do everything to try to get after him. And, you know, I'm just taking it a day at a time and, and fortunate to be in this position with, with a great group of players and coaches that I love and care about and want to do everything I can to help help us finish this thing off. With these two being on the same staff, what uh, McVeigh alluded to was when Joe Philbin was let go by the Dolphins, Dan Campbell took over, and Zach Taylor was more in a prominent role in terms of uh, calling the plays on offense. So that being said, I have a feeling I know which way you're going to go with this, Davis, but do one of these guys shock the other? First offensive play of the game. Is it a rushing attempt or a pass attempt? Rushing attempts minus 144, not a ton of value there. But if you think that there's a chance that somebody throws a pass, you can get $118 on your $100 bet. What do you think? This is the first Super Bowl for Joe Burrow, first Super Bowl for Matt Stafford. Uh, I, I don't know how many of these guys, I mean, you know, Joe Burrow has played in a national championship. Jamar Chase has played in a national championship, but I'm not sure how many games of this magnitude and stature any of these guys would have um, done. You know, I, I I would say this is not even priced. I, I think rush attempt should be like minus 250. Pass attempt should be like plus 230. It's either going to be a rush attempt or it's going to be like a play action screenplay from either one of these teams. So I, I think that uh, both of these guys cannot wait to call a two-yard running play on the first play of the game. Uh, I, I, I think rush attempt looks like a pretty, pretty good wager here. 
All right, minus 144 on the rush attempt. Well, of course, this is Zach Taylor's first time coaching in the Super Bowl, but watching Cooper Cup all season long has been something that he has done. And believe it or not, also has some pretty good familiarity with Cup in the past, which included throwing some passes to him. He's, he's always had that in him. You know, he, he's one of the smartest players I've ever been around at any position. Um, he really approaches the game like a quarterback, to be quite honest with you. I, I'll, I'll never forget. I actually, you can write this down. I threw to him at his private workout at Eastern Washington. Split uh, <laughs> time with his backup quarterback, and, and we missed one throw on a back end line uh, hammer route. You know, I overthrew him, and that was the only completion of the day. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, but, but Cooper, you know, he, he's one that he's a big picture thinker. So he really understands the structure of the defenses, the nuances of the route running, um, and and he cares about the run game as well. And so, uh, you know, th there's oftentimes he would he would screenshot you know pictures of of defenses with run thoughts. You know, you'd, you'd wake up in the next morning to a midnight text from Cooper Cup, you know, with thoughts on things that could help the offense. And so, um, he's he's certainly rare that way. And uh, I certainly think highly of him and, and Robert Woods. You know, those are the two guys that are still there that were there when I was there and. And uh, Eric Yarber, the receiver coach there, has done a, has done a tremendous job with that room and uh, got a lot of respect for those guys. No question going into this one that Cooper Cup is going to be a focal point, but it has not mattered. Cup has been the number one wide receiver in reality and fantasy all season long, which leads to the conversation, is it possible, Davis, that we could get a wide receiver as the MVP of the Super Bowl. Indications are it's going to be a quarterback like always. Your Stafford is the favorite and Burrow is plus 230. But look here, Cooper Cup at plus 550. Very rare to see a wide receiver as the third shortest option there. Of course, after that, it's Aaron Donald and Jamar Chase, Odell Beckham Jr. Long shots that we like to have fun with. Take 10 bucks, take 20 bucks, throw it down, try to make yourself a couple of hundred. But boy, Cooper Cup is really close to Burrow. And that's that's sort of stunning to think that there's a real chance, at least the odds makers feel like this could happen. Well, you know, the last time that uh, the Los Angeles Rams played in a Super Bowl, Julian Edelman won MVP of that mm -hmm. game. Uh, it was a bit, I mean, that was one of the worst Super Bowls I remember watching. Like, basically, nothing happened. Jared Goff uh, just missed Brandon Cooks on a touchdown in the end zone. One of the McCourty brothers got back to defend it, and that's really the only play. And that Gronk had like a 40-yarder, and those are really the only plays I remember from that Super Bowl. It, it really was not good TV at all. But I'll tell you what, the guy I'm going to bet for sure is Odell Beckham at 25 to 1. Odell Beckham is a star. He's got that recognizable name. He's been incredible for them. He actually, this is true, he has more targets in high leverage situations, which is third and longs and in the red zone, more than Cooper Cup since joining the Los Angeles Rams. He's still really good. Um, I, I can see Odell having, you know, basically what he did in the NFC Conference Championship, you know, nine receptions, 110 yards, and a touchdown. If he, if he scores two touchdowns, I, I think that he would get the MVP over Stafford. Yeah, really going to be fun to see if somebody outside of a quarterback gets into that conversation. It's very rare, but it does happen. Uh, you mentioned Edelman. I, I think Deion Branch may have been the uh, Super Bowl MVP at one point, too. So not unprecedented to see a wide receiver win. It just happens once every 10 years or so. All right, we'll take a quick break here on Fantasy Sports Today, but stay on the grid. we got plenty more to come, more taking a look at some of the things going on in fantasy sports and some football. Don't go away. Break, break. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Our live coverage from the Super Bowl in Los Angeles begins on Monday. If you want to see what everyone's up to here on the grid, follow us on social media on Twitter. That's at SportsGrid and at SportsGridTV. Do it now. It's completely free and uh, should be a lot of fun. You'll probably see some of the best athletes in the history of sports. If my past history of covering Super Bowl tells me anything, you'll get to see some of them uh, on social media talking to our hosts. So that's always a really cool thing. Follow us on Twitter at SportsGrid, at SportsGridTV for all of next week and even in the future. Lots of fun things coming here on SportsGrid. So uh, naturally, best ball season for Davis is sort of underway. I was hoping this would be best ball season for baseball for me, but I'm uh, still holding out hope here that things uh, that things change. But I do. it's, it's interesting, Davis. I do see uh, quite a bit more people this week. I feel like there was sort of the, the, the light went on that the big baseball fans like myself out there like they refuse to wait any longer. It feels like like they're diving in. They're doing best ball drafts. Uh, we talked a little bit of baseball early on the week, but I, but I feel like people have just had enough. And whether or not there's going to be a season, or whether or not players are going to sign or anything, they're on it. I, I can't grasp it yet. It, it has been really and me loving baseball like I do has been really hard for me to get around to it because once I check the NFBC ADP. And once I get past like the fourth, fifth round, I'm seeing like so many players that haven't even signed yet. So it's it's still tough for me to fully grasp it. So on with football, I guess we go. Yeah, I've uh, I've actually noticed the same thing. I've seen uh, you know our our, our friends uh, Vlad Settler and uh, Sammy Reed and Paul Sward, those guys. Like they're like, you know what? Come hell or high water, we're drafting. We're getting after it. Uh, you know, I saw <laughs> I saw someone tweet the other day. Um, they, you know, they have those 50 round draft champions yeah, on NFBC sure. where there's no waiver wire moves. And I saw someone say, someone just took Buster Posey in the 49th round of our, uh, our NFBC draft champions, because that's, that's the world that we are living in right now. Cause we, you know, we don't know international free agents and guys from, uh, South America, guys from Japan. We have guys who are, uh, you know, we're in the, like, we just don't know. 
But uh, certainly I, I don't blame them for their pent-up frustration because I'm already hopping into best ball drafts for fantasy football that's eight months away. So I am not going to begrudge anyone who is getting after it uh, already for baseball, no doubt about it. Yeah, we, we jumped in a little this week. We looked at the top 10 in terms of ADP, and then they threw that mediator story at me yesterday, and I said, ah, got to wait even longer to get this figured out. But good news, Super Bowl is next week. And as Davis mentioned, good news. Uh, you know, we're going to have NFL free agency. We're also going to have the draft coming up. So we're going to take a look today at some vacated targets for some teams in the NFL once free agency hits. These could be players in different places. And Davis, let's start off with the Atlanta Falcons. Now, Corderell Patterson, at least according to a couple of reports, really wants to go back to Atlanta. And so maybe there's a marriage there. Uh, you know, look, whoever Patterson is, we got to be honest, he's had his best part of his career with the Falcons, no question, between the Bears and the Vikings and the Falcons. He's been the best there. Calvin Ridley is a complete enigma at this point. I have no idea. I know exactly who Russell Gage is. He's going to get a three-year deal. He's going to get about $12, 13000000 million, and he's going to be, you know, the second or third wide receiver on a team that's trying to show the fans that they're trying to win again. But beyond that, the Falcons probably, outside of Pitts, don't have a lot to lock into. My guess is draft or free agency, they're going to have to do something. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so they're leading target getters in 2021. Russell Gage is a free agent. Corderell Patterson is a free agent. I, by the way, would not blame him for wanting to come back with Atlanta because he knows the role he's going to play. He knows the offensive coordinator understands what he's good at. And I think that, you know, like, let's say, for example, the Raiders are like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll give you $13 million a year. Well, uh, I mean, first off, Cordero Patterson's already been on the Raiders and uh, he only returned that's kicks right. there, so maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's the wrong team. But uh, you know, let's say the Jaguars, right? So so Doug Peterson, are like, all right, we're going to give you all this money or we're going to play you as a slot wide receiver and a running back. And then he goes there and then basically gets misused like he has every other year of his career. Mike Davis, 58 targets last year. He's an unrestricted free agent. George and I talked about him yesterday. Uh, Olamide Zacchaeus is heading into his contract year. They could move on from him. They don't know. Basically, what the, the, the point here is, with Calvin really having requested a trade, other than Kyle Pitts, the Falcons could have like four brand new guys who were not on the team last year. So just depending on the way that they want to go. And I wonder if they are a sneaky spot for Traylon Burks, uh, Drake London, Jamison Williams, you know, one of these first round rookies that we're going to see. Like, I wonder, people aren't really talking about them as a destination for a wide receiver. But given all this turnover, I do wonder if they're one of the teams that could draft a rookie wide receiver and give that guy a hundred targets. All right. So let's move on now. New offensive coordinator and Ken Dorsey with the Buffalo Bills, new quarterbacks coach with Joe Brady. Who will they be targeting for some more weapons with Josh Allen? Well, they could just go with the guys in house and re-sign any of these players. Emmanuel Sanders could be back where, you know, Sanders could actually retire. He's been around the league a long time. Cole Beasley is, is the one that no one really knows for sure. I, I suppose we'll know more in the coming months when we hear rumors about him. And then we have Isaiah McKenzie, who I would guess that in the limited uh, time that he showed, uh, because he played so well in very short spurts, Davis, has had the ultimate chance to set his family up for life here, meaning getting a million dollars or $2 million. So I would highly doubt McKenzie is back. There's got to be a team out there that offers him one or two years to set him up for life and give him more playing time. So that kind of leaves Gabriel Davis. It leaves Stephon Diggs. And then who knows what they end up doing with Sanders and Beasley. 
Well, you know, I wonder if the Bills are the team that gives Isaiah McKenzie, you know, four years, $30 million, um, because he was. He was a really vital player for them. Also, remember, he is their primary kick and punt returner. So you want to allocate some money to that position anyway. You know, you don't want to have, uh, you know, you don't want to have a, a, a backup cornerback being your kick and punt returner, especially because McKenzie is pretty good at it, you know, at, at punt returns and at, at kick returns. So they signed him this offseason to a what was a, basically a contract extension. It was a one-year, $1 million deal with uh, about a quarter million dollars guaranteed. But I wonder if – I wonder if there, there certainly is a scenario – uh, and, and Gabriel Davis's ADP is going to be very sensitive to this, where they pick up that option on Beasley, give Isaiah McKenzie, you know, $6 million a year, and they draft somebody. They probably, I don't think they would sign, you know, one of these veteran free agents, but I wonder if they would draft someone because uh, the Bills lead the NFL in four wide receiver and five wide receiver snaps. No team plays more wide receivers than the Bills. And, you know, I've, I've done some of these early drafts, and Gabriel Davis is going super high. But if they pay McKenzie, pick up the option on Beasley, and draft somebody, you know, I, I hate to say it, but I, I do think Gabe Davis could be a little overvalued here. Yeah, and my prediction is the opposite. I, I think McKenzie's gone. I, I think that okay. he takes the money wherever he can get it, and I don't think Buffalo um, – brings him back it's just my, my opinion on it now i don't know about beasley or sanders but I, I think some team will definitely overpay for mckenzie and being in that offense and leaking that offense maybe to another team too i mean that's part of it as well all right uh cowboys definitely have some options here that's for sure michael gallup has a torn acl gonna miss some of the year for sure uh boy with the way that jerry jones was talking i don't know what the deal is with amari cooper cedric wilson is a free agent no, uh, noah brown is a free agent if i'm not mistaken is dalton schultz a free agent too is he also a, a free agent so the, i mean dallas has to attack this position do you think they do it through the draft do you think that they work out things with cooper and he comes back because whoever ends up in dallas is going to be a heavy targeted player in fantasy drafts for sure so I think they don't have any option but to work it out with Amari Cooper. So the potential out in his contract uh, exists right now, and then it doesn't come up again. So I think if they if 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 they proceed with Cooper on the roster, he is going to be on the Cowboys until he is 30 years old. But they can they can cut him for only six million dollars in dead cap this year, and I think that that is what they would have planned on doing after this season. However. Michael Gallup tore his ACL in their uh, their their second to last game of the year. He is an unrestricted free agent. Do you want to give Michael Gallup the contract extension that he would want and would deserve? You know, do you give Michael Gallup four years, forty million dollars coming off that tornado? I mean, I would if I was if I was in the Cowboys front office, I would give it to him because he's been so good. But even their even their tertiary guys are also free agents. Cedric Wilson, who stepped in when any of their wide receivers was hurt last year, he is a free agent, and they they have kind of liked him. I mean, they've kept him on the team for quite some time. But he's an unrestricted free agent. Noah Brown was on a one year deal. He's an unrestricted free agent. The only uh, guys they they have on their roster for sure are Blake Jarwin 
who's a tight end, CD mm-hmm. Lamb, Semi Fahoko, and I, I believe Malik Turner was on a two-year deal as well. So they're gonna have to they're gonna have to get busy, uh, and they're probably gonna have to draft someone uh, high. You know, they only drafted the guy in the fifth round last year, but they're gonna have to get after it. All right, let's close it out. Maybe they sign Allen Robinson in free agency because he is, in all likelihood, I would say, set to leave the Bears for greener pastures. Robinson's career has sort of been like this. Jacksonville, Chicago, who's next? Jimmy Graham, of course, had his moments this past year, but Komet is going to be their primary tight end, as he was more or less this year. And then Marquise Goodwin, who I'm a fan of, but I don't I don't feel like ever gets a real opportunity uh, to shine here. So... Boy, th- this is the dynamic here that the Bears uh, see- are seemingly starting over with the one piece that they have, of course, in in fields at quarterback. But look, Darnell Mooney did come around last year, Davis. And, and two years ago, if I would have told you, it's not going to be Anthony Miller, it's not going to be Allen Robinson, but it is going to be Darnell Mooney, you would have said, get out of here. It's It's got to be those other two guys. Uh, but boy, the Bears have got to stack some options around fields this offseason. I mean, if they want Fields to succeed, they hire the new head coach, they hire Pep Hamilton, which I think was a a good hire. Uh, You know, he was instrumental in Justin Herbert's success, did a good job with Davis Mills in Houston this last year. They got to draft two guys, three guys maybe, and they need to sign some free agents. So Allen Robinson signed that uh, that one-year $17 million deal. He's going to be 29. Uh, You know, Chiefs. The Bills, maybe. I mean, he 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 is going to want to go somewhere with a quarterback because he has been stranded too long with poor quarterback play. Uh, Jimmy Graham, I think, is going to be thirty-four. That sounds right. Uh, he's I, I I assume he is going to retire if he is not on the team this next season. And Marquise Goodwin was on a one-year deal. Demir Bird was on a one-year deal. Uh, they they have drafted horribly at wide receiver. Javon Wims, Riley Ridley. I mean, they just you know they, they've not drafted a. Darnell Mooney is the only good wide receiver the Bears have drafted in like a decade. So they have, I, I, I think they should sign like seven pass catchers this offseason and just see what works. Cause you can't, you cannot expect Justin Fields to succeed with Marquise Goodwin as his number two wide receiver heading into this year. Yeah. No, a lot of work to be done for the Bears. I would assume that that's what they will do, but you never know. It's called free agency and unpredictability for a reason. Okay, we'll take a quick time out here on Fantasy Sports Today. Just Just as a reminder, this Sunday, 8 a.m. Eastern, right here on SportsGrid, myself, Davis, along with Joe Pizapia, George Kurtz, and Matt Stryker, we have our 2021 Fantasy Football Awards show. So tune in to SportsGrid Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. And then, of course, on Monday, it is Super Bowl preview time. We'll go through every single possible outcome, prediction, prop that is released on FanDuel. We'll have them all for you starting Monday. Our wall-to-wall coverage of the Super Bowl in Los Angeles begins Monday morning right here on Sports Grid. We'll be back to wrap up our first hour of FST here on this Friday. So stay on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. got our headlines coming up at the top of the hour in just a couple of minutes. Craig Mish, Davis Maddock here on Fantasy Sports Today. Let's be honest, it is a little weird that Tom Brady retired and Rob Gronkowski has not. In fact, if you remember a couple of years ago, Davis, it was Gronk who was retired and Brady kept playing. And so Gronk put his goodbye out on Instagram and, you know, we're just sort of waiting to see what's going to happen. And I think most people feel like he's played his last down in the NFL, but... Stranger things have happened, and he hasn't said anything yet. Yeah, I, I think the most likely scenario is him retiring. And I went ahead, and I, I just looked up, you know, all-time tight end records to see if he's close enough to be like, oh, you know, I'll play one more year. I mean, he is miles, miles behind Tony Gonzalez and everything. My, you know, light years, ten, five seasons away in games played, five seasons away in receiving yards, receptions. Um, and and also, you know, Gronk's sort of legacy is that he is far and away number one of all players, more than Randy Moss, more than anyone in touchdowns per game, touchdowns per reception. He's basically the most efficient receiving player in NFL history. I mean, I don't, I don't even know if anyone is that close. And so you'd kind of think, well, if I'm 33 years old and not 100%, I'd kind of hurt that legacy. So I, I think Gronk leaving right now just sort of leaves him in the perfect place where he he can look back at his statistical record and be like, no one was better than me when I was on the field. Yeah, very, very well said and probably going to be the case. But listen, I love these little conspiracy theories. Could Gronk go to the Rams if they win the championship? Could he go south to Miami and, and play with the Dolphins for a year? I mean, I, mean, I think anything's uh, possible in sports. And Gronk did say that he wasn't completely decided based on what Brady did. But I'm with you. It's probably the most likely scenario, but fun to sort of speculate. All right, we got top of the hour update coming up. We've got our headlines as well and plenty more to come here on Sports Good. We're also going to take a closer look at the Senior Bowl. So that's one exciting event coming up this weekend, and we will dive into that next. And we will be right back on Fantasy Sports Today, so stay on the grid. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. 
Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.